Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Our worship service is made up of three facets, information, invocation, and inspiration. Information consists of pertinent topics that Pastor Gordon would like to share with you to engage and edify. Invocation consists of prayer and preparation for worship. Inspiration consists of our praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and Pastor's delivery of the word.
St. Matthews, we are totally committed to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Jesus is God the Son and the Son of God. It is our desire that you become saved right where you sit by professing your belief in Jesus Christ and asking him into your life. The Bible says that Jesus our Savior died for all your sins. He was buried and rose on the third day with all power in his hands. To be saved, just pray this prayer with me right now. Lord Jesus, I believe you died for my sins, was buried and rose on the third day. I believe you are God the Father's only begotten Son. Lord, come into my life and save my soul. If you've done that, email, call, or write us so we can send you written materials on your newfound faith. We have a ministry for your entire family. We'd love to invite you to our online service here at St. Matthew's Baptist Church under the direction of our senior pastor, Dr. Raymond M. Gordon Sr. Here at St. Matthew's, pastor has been preaching the word of God, rightly dividing it with truth and transparency for over 33 years. We've seen thousands of lives transformed. Even though we're living through an unprecedented time, and even though our church is closed due to the pandemic, we'd love for you to download our SMBC app through your Google Play Store or through the Apple App Store for real-time live updates. Additionally, we'd like for you to follow us on Instagram at SMBChurchNJ or on Facebook at St. Matthew's Baptist Church of Williamstown, New Jersey. In addition to that, we'd love for you to subscribe to our YouTube channel at SMBCTV where you can learn about our online services, our Wednesday night core Bible studies, and even our Zoom schedules at this time. Finally, don't forget to remain faithful through your giving by tithing online through our church website or by using our SMBC app or by mailing in your tithes to our church address at P.O. Box 817, Williamstown, New Jersey, 08094. Have a blessed day.
I love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. And as we are about to embark, if it's your will, a brand new year, we praise you for 2018. The ups and the downs. We praise you for the difficulties and the deliverances. And God, through it all, you've been with us. Heal our breaches. Heal our hurts. Heal our pains. And God, allow us to proceed with confidence, knowing that you would never leave us nor forsake us. Bless every family under the sound of my voice. Bless our church. Bless our nation. Bless our world. Heal us. In Jesus' name. Now meet us in your word, God. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name. Amen. Church, amen. Church, amen again. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And those of you that came just a little late, we will... Have the baskets in your hand. (laughs) Hallelujah. We truly thank God from whom all blessings flow. This last worship of 2018, again tomorrow night at 10 o'clock is our New Year's Eve service, watch night. Looking forward to a powerful program and pray your blessings in the Lord. As we close 2018, I I close it with a challenge. We're in Joshua chapter 1, one of my favorite books, and I'm going to tell you why it's one of my favorite books because Joshua had the difficult dubious task of taking a rebellious people over the Jordan. He had to be a military strategist. He had to be an administrator. He had to be a manager. He had to be a soldier. Thank God for a person called Joshua, who changed his name from Hoshea, which means salvation, to Joshua, which means the Lord is my salvation. A little distinction. And um, this morning we laid out kind of a totality of information regarding this great man of God. He had to reverse the dilemma of Kadesh Barnea. And whenever you hear that phrase, Kadesh Barnea, it automatically spells failure. 
It's when Israel failed God. It's when Israel stopped believing in the wilderness. It's when Israel tempted God. It's when Israel wanted to be like the other nations. They failed. And um, <clears throat> Kadesh Barnea's in Numbers 13 don't turn. And Israel came to the point where they refused to enter Canaan. You can be so messed up with the devil, or the devil can deceive you to the point that you don't know what you want. And when you know that you want it, it ain't the right thing to want. Can I get a witness? Be careful not to keep imposing your will on God. Rather say, not my will, but may thine will be done. Because God can give you what you want, but send leanness of soul. Meaning, it does not have the capacity to satisfy. What you think going to make you happy going to make you sad. What you think going to work is going to unwork something else. Can I get a witness? Uh, have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Hallelujah. Now, as we enter this profound book, it's the book, we call it <clears throat> the conquest stage. Um, the creation stage is Genesis. The exodus stage is Exodus. And it includes the law, which is the Pentateuch, first five books of the Torah, uh, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. But Joshua starts the conquest stage in which God <clears throat> has informed Joshua by surprise what he needs him to do. Now, I say by surprise. Oftentimes, you will not know the future will of God until God wants you to know it. I'm praying that God would tell me. God ain't telling you nothing. Can I get a witness? God, because if God told us everything up front, there's no use to walk in my faith. Can I get a witness? God, God uh, Joshua had no idea of the magnitude in which God had called him to lead 200, I mean, two million and a half people into Canaan, the promised land. And we're going to deal with that promised land momentarily. Joshua, his resume is profound. He fought and defeated the Amalekites in Exodus 17, while her and Aaron held up the uh, arms of Moses. Uh, he um, was the servant of Moses, went up to the mountain of God, Exodus 24, and waited halfway for Moses to come down. Joshua was a great spy. Him and Caleb was the only two faithful spies. In Numbers 13, they went into the promised land uh, and uh, came back with a favorable, faithful, believing report. And, and, and Joshua, amen, was filled with the Holy Spirit, chapter 27. Joshua followed 
fully behind Moses. And, 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 and so when we look at Joshua, we look at a man who uh, was profound internally. He had character. He had commitment. He had compassion. But he was nothing like Moses. That's, 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 the, that's the twist here. The one that the people of Israel became rebellious to. Now they have a leader that won't accept their rebellion. He is not kind. He is a strategist. And, and so one of the things is that um, this, this land of Canaan is called the promised land. It's the land that God promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But the promised land is not just a land of promises. It's a land of problems in which God, through us, wants to eradicate. Listen to your pastor. The promised land is a land of battles and blessings. In this life, you're going to have tribulations. That's the battles. Don't pray that your battles go away. They won't. Be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. The reason God put them in a land of battles and blessings is because Canaan, unlike some preachers preach, is not a picture of heaven. There ain't going to be no battles in heaven. Ain't no gnashing of teeth in heaven. I had to hit that. When we get to glory, we are free from all friction. And he's going to wipe away every tear from our eyes. Doesn't the Bible say that? Amen. 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 So, so, so child of God, get your crying out down here because when you go to glory, there's no crying up there. We're going to rejoice forevermore when we see the Lamb in all of his glory. Can I get a witness? That, 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 that there's battles and there are blessings. The key is you got to go in to Canaan. I'm not giving you a lottery ticket. I'm giving you a commitment to go in and defeat the Hittites, the Amorites, the Jebusites, and all the mother sites. I want you to go in and kill them off. Listen to pastor. I want you to go in and defeat them because if you live by them, they will contaminate you. Bad company corrupts good morals. Association leads to assimilation. You say, well, I, I, she's my girlfriend, but I don't do what she does. Yes, you do. You approve it. You, see, see, when I got saved, no, no, listen, I gave all my road buddies up, still loved them, we couldn't hang together no more because we were in two different realms. Are, y- are y'all with me? I ain't getting high no more, so I can't run with y'all. I'm not doing this and that anymore. The fact of the matter is, Christians want to be Christians and keep all the elements of being a non-Christian. And you just can't do that, saints. 
you ain't got to treat nobody bad, but you got to let them know you got to take a stand for Jesus. Can I get a witness? I'm saved. Hallelujah. And, 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 and so go in, defeat the enemies, and after you defeat them, the land is yours. That's when the blessings start. Now, Joshua is hand in glove with Ephesians. Daniel is hand in glove with Revelation. Listen to the pastor, you're going to learn something. In Ephesians, it says, In you, chapter 2, who were dead and trespassed to sin, has he now quickened, made alive. Didn't he say that? And chapter 4 says, painstakingly, to love one another, even if it costs you pain. Turn to your neighbor and say, you cause me pain, but I'm going to love you anyhow. Go ahead and say it. Oh, no, you, don't you say it. That's your, that's your mother next to you. Don't you say it. <laughs> so don't say that to a mother. Uh, so anyway, uh, uh, chapter 4 deals with the walk of the believer. Chapter 5 deals with the relationships of the believer. Chapter 6 deals with the warfare of a believer. When you understand what Ephesians is saying, and then you understand what Joshua is saying, it blows your mind. You got to root out the contaminations of the flesh through the power of the Holy Spirit. You got to please God before God brings your blessings. Battles and blessings. We got battles, saints. Day and night. Do I have a witness? And 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 the Bible, the Bible, the Bible says that uh, Joshua was God's man and God had called young Joshua. He spent 40 years under Moses. And let me talk about longevity. Longevity can be a blessing or a curse. Yeah, let me get this straight. The reason a lot of you don't understand your pastor is because I spent seven years in the military doing top secret work. They demanded adaptability. I'm coming to somewhere. You cannot be stuck in gear and have a good life. You can't teach old dog new tricks so you put the dog down. Sometimes people have been around too long. They've been in power too long. They've been in place too long. So when there's a change to be made, they can't make it. Or worse, they don't want to make it. When I was working for the government, I'll never forget, they took all these college students straight out of college. They just graduated and decided they were going to put them in a training program. And they got rid of everybody that was there 25 or 30 years. I said, this don't make sense. Some people know the job backers. No, they're not bringing any new thinking. All they know is the same old way. They're stuck in gear. So I got people come to me, Pastor, I've been here 20 years. And I say, well, let me see if that's a blessing or a curse. <laughs> Can I get a witness? You, 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 you got it. Listen, when you go to get a new job, there's anxiety because you don't know what to anticipate. When you're in a new relationship, there's major adjustments. Isn't that right? Aren't there adjustments? If I'm going to live with you, I got I to gotta adjust to something. Man, I didn't know she was this trifling. I, 
I, I, I didn't know she couldn't do this and do that. And he, she's saying the same thing. There's adjustments. And in a new direction, there's got to be aptitude. You've got to be on the cutting edge of learning something new. That a great leader, a good leader, is diligent, directional, demanding. See this stuff about being a nice guy. I, well, yeah, forget all that. They ain't going nowhere. That's a, that's a mulberry bush. Can I get a witness? And sometimes you got to be dismissive. You got to say, listen, I love you, but you ain't working out. I, I, I got to move on. Because the greater thing is the program. Oh, you all understand what I'm saying? And, and child of God, when you begin to, yeah, it's tight, but it's right. Let me, let pastor just preach the truth to you. Hey, you know, we're not here to make friends. We're here to exalt our Christ, to evangelize a dark and dying world that's going to hell, and to disciple God's people. Can I get a witness? Isn't that, isn't that why we're here? Huh? Isn't that why I'm here? Isn't that why we're here? We're here for those reasons. So the fact of the matter is, is that when you look at, you got to be proactive, productive. You got to be, amen, passionate about what you're doing. You can't lose your passion and expect people. Now we have five or six souls to get saved this, this morning. Five or six, five, five or six. Praise the name of Jesus. That was all Jesus. Can I get a witness? But you, 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 you got to have a protocol. You can't get stuck in gear. You can't get an order from up top and do your own thing. God will come after you. You can't, you just can't exist like that. You got to almost be a soldier, a soldier of the cross. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and every soldier is going to suffer. Every soldier is going to suffer. Once Satan discerns that you're about the Lord's work, he's going to do everything he can to dislodge you. Can I get a witness? That, that's his job. So one of the things we, 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 we tend to see in, in, in Joshua, and I love Joshua, that Joshua, there's three things that I'm going to deal with this morning, get you out of here, that we can expect in 2019. One, new encounters. We're going to encounter some things you and I did not calculate. Bad, good, up, down, sad, happy. We're going to encounter some new things. Secondly, new encouragements. God is going to create a venue for us to be encouraged in the Lord. He never leaves his people without encouragement. Can I get a witness? And then the third is new, in, in, listen, enlightenments. We're going to come away learning something new. Praise the name of Jesus. And, 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 and so I'm thanking God from whom all blessings flow. I love all of you. I love this church. I've been here going on 32 years. I love the Lord. But if you think you leaving or staying is going to make a determination in my commitment, you out of your military mind. I'm committed to Christ. I'm not committed to you. I'm committed to Christ and him crucified. Now, because I'm committed to Christ, I got to do right by you. Because I'm committed to Christ, I got to love you. Because I'm committed to Christ, I got to be an example. If I'm asking you to tithe, I got to tithe. I got to treat my family right. Come on now, help me out, Holy Ghost. So, so the whole thing is this, that uh, child of God, when you begin...
to see Joshua. Turn to Joshua chapter 1 real quick. I'm going to show you three points and get out of your way. It's the conquest stage. Uh, chapter 1, verse 1 is the encounter, new encounter. Now, after the death of Moses. Now, let, let me say something about Moses. Because Moses cussed these people out. Moses, let me go back to Abraham. Abraham, Lightfoot, had to deal with delay. That's what God made him live under. Everything I bring in your life, you're going to have to wait for. Some of us don't like delay. Moses had to deal, I mean, Abraham had to deal with delay. Moses Beeman had to deal with defiance. This is a rebellious house, not you, but Israel. Or you and Israel. This is a rebellious house. This is a murmuring crowd. Yeah. And Moses had to deal with it. So Abraham had to deal with uh, delay. Moses had to deal with defiance. David had to deal with deception. His own son came after him. Absalom. Can, can you imagine? Let's stop, pause the part. Can you imagine your own child trying to kill you to get your throne? Can, can you imagine that he sat at the gate to win the people's hearts so he could turn on his father? What son turns on his father? A good man. A man anointed by God. David had to deal with deception from Joab. He had to deal with deception from Shimei. He had to deal, all of David's life was a life where he had to deal with a bunch of deceptions. So it was hanging there now. Abraham delayed, Moses defiance, David uh, deception, Jesus death, burial, resurrection. Jesus had to die. But only Joshua dealt with full dependence on God. He couldn't pull us off by himself. If God didn't do it, it wasn't going to get done. Do I have a witness? He, 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 he was incapable, Lord have mercy, of doing this. So in verse 1, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua. Here's the encounter. Son of, son of Nun, Moses' minister, don't miss that saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. And every place that the sole of your foot shall tread, I have given into your hands. Now, this is the encounter. And it included a whole lot of things that are not in the first three verses. We will encounter in the new year, things that will hurt, that will help. Lord, have mercy. Healings. Mm -hmm. It's what's coming up that we don't know about. And God is saying, when those encounters come in, you got to look to the hills from whence cometh your help. You can't sit here and look in. There ain't nothing in you. You can't look out, there's nothing out of you. They can't look around, there's nothing around you. We got to look up, Brother Arnold, by faith to him who holds all things in his hands. Thank you, Jesus. A new encounter, then a new encouragement, verses 6 and 7. 
Be strong and of good courage. For unto to this people I'm going to divide an inheritance. Only be strong and very courageous. Uh, see, and we got to stop pausing part because the New Testament elaborates and says confident in this very thing. Our confidence is not in us. Our confidence is in him. Do I have a witness? That if my marriage is going to get better, God's got to get in it. If my money is going to get better, God's got to get in it. If, if my mind is going to think better, God's got to get in it. Garbage in, garbage out. Lord have mercy. Mm. It's in this context, and then in verse 8, is the enlightenment, the new enlightenment, the, ball, the, the book of the law. And we better learn to spend time in this word. I, you know, let, me, let me stop Paul's and Park now. My three millennials, I went back. I love them. Thank God. That doesn't mean all millennials. I just, we, we're different animals. I can't go out to dinner ready to pray and you taking pictures of the food. I can't fool with that. I just, I'm struggling, saints. <laughs> I come from a different era. Don't we come from a different era? I see one fork a spoon in my sink. Who put this there? Oh, that ain't hurting. No, it's hurting me. You better get, you better, you better get up here and watch this. I ain't fooling with that. So we are different. Some are at home at the Bayside Baptist Church because they believe that coming to church ain't got nothing to do with their salvation. You're going to get a rude awakening. Hmm. Maybe coming to church does have something to do with salvation. Leave that one alone. Anyway, moving right along. <laughs> I want to point out these three things that we too have to face. New beginnings challenge us to new encounters. Now, now, now I've already gone through the first chapter, and, and, and new beginnings automatically bring about new encounters. Too often we're stuck in gear, incapable of change. And I feel sorry for you. My seven years in the military, and I, I probably was in the military longer than most of y'all. My seven years in the military, and, and by the way, since, since I'm up here telling stories, I'm going to tell you the whole story. Air Force, you sign up for four years. I signed up for four years. I did top secret work for the government. After my four years, the Air Force came to me and asked me would I stay. They needed me. Eat your heart out. <laughs> I signed up for three more years. And at the end of three years, they offered me $26,000 to stay four more years. I turned it down. When I was in the Air Force, I had to learn a valuable lesson. That once I took a new assignment, went to a new base, there were new programs, new perspectives, new priorities. They didn't care about your last base. You had to forget where you came from 
and proceed on. You had to have adaptability. We are not people that have adaptability. We cannot just shut one door and move into another. Can I get a witness? You got to learn that or Satan going to take you for a long ride. You cannot have joy today when you're still reflecting on something that was less joyful yesterday. Do I have a witness? Every day is a new day. Every day we're looking to the hills. Every day we're hoping that God would give us what we need to move on. And so, child of God, the problem is some of us can't get out the old. Even with staff, even with officers, when I say you can't lead the old, I got to get rid of you. I need people that, that, that can make the crossover. Why? Because we're going in a new direction. You'll do me no good. Functioning in the old. Can I get a witness? It's tight. We got deacons in this church and deaconess who are involved in ministry. God bless them. They got their hands to the plow. We got ministers. Their hands are to the plow. When I first came here 32 years ago, the deacon sat up front with black suits on and went to sleep. That's what they did. I had to stop my sermon and say, wake up. It's that same old draggy fear. Well, I don't know if I agree with the pastor. Well, the fruit is, proof is in the pudding. In the name of Jesus. That what happens, it doesn't mean everything I do and say is right, but what it means is, we have not learned the invaluable lesson of letting God be God and following the leader. Amen. Maybe God has given pastor a spin he ain't given me. And the answer is true. Because God don't make conference calls. <laughs> Woo, this one's deep. But there are going to be encounters in 2019. Uh, Joshua, Lord have mercy, Joshua had to first come face to face with the person of God. God said, now get up, get up, uh, arise, go over this joint. Now wait a minute, God is automatically introducing new problems. They got to the Jordan River. The Jordan River was overflowed. No way two and a half million with wagons and animals and children could have crossed the Jordan. So God said, here's what I'm going to do. Problem number one. I want you to get the priests up front with the Ark of the Covenant. And once the priest's feet hit the water, the water will recede. Then I'm going to take the whole nation over. Boy, this thing is deep. Every time they ran into a problem, God was there to resolve it. In 2019, when we encounter problems, you and I, we can't figure it out. We got to, by faith, let God be God. We got to let God be God. That ain't always easy, is it? No, no, no. 
Letting God be God. Be still and know that I am God. I got this thing. He may not come when you're wanting, but always right on time. He's an on-time God. See, see, what I worry about, see, the authority is in the word. When you're not getting the word in its, in its natural, uh, when you're not getting the word, your faith is going out the window. You just don't know it. Can I get a witness? And I, I respect the fact that you can pull up the word on your phone. I would rather, this is just my opinion, you shut off your phone and open a Bible. Amen. And look at the word. I got my phone. I can pull it up on my phone. Well, that's fine. Amen. The fact of the matter is, is that his word is settled in heaven. His word is true. His word is trustworthy. If God said it, that ends it. I believe it. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, uh, they re- God receded the Jordan. They got across the Jordan. And then, after he shrunk the river, amen, God said, Joshua, don't go too far. I want 12 stones placed in this river as a memorial. Now, 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 as you go along in your Christian life, there are some memorials that God's going to put in place. I, I want you to remember from whence I bought you. I want you to remember how much it took to get you out of the world. I want you to remember uh, how many times I blessed you and you weren't worthy of the blessings. Memorials! Mm. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hmm. Memorials. Now you need to meet God face to face. Joshua's a bad boy. Now listen, Moses was the closest to Christ in his offices. Christ, Jesus, was prophet, priest, and king. Moses was prophet, priest, and administrator. Moses was so powerful before God... He didn't have to wait till Yom Kippur. He could pull a curtain back and walk in at any time and talk to God. Couldn't nobody else do that. Moses had the privileges. Are y'all praying with me? Uh, child, 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 child of God, that when you and I begin to understand, amen, that here's Joshua pulling out his sword, chapter 5, verse 13, no turn, and they're riding along towards Jericho, here comes a rider opposite them on a white horse. Joshua says, hold up. Are you for us or against us? And if the rider had said, I'm against you, Joshua would have been out there fighting. That's when leaders used to be in the front. Mm-hmm. And the rider on the white horse said, nay, <laughs> I'm the captain of the host 
of heaven. That title means I'm El Elyon, the most high God. I'm, I'm the one angels bow to. And Joshua got off his horse and bowed. D did he bow? He worshipped the pre-incarnate Jesus Christ. Every theophany in the Old Testament is Jesus. The appearance of God is Jesus before he took on flesh. Hang in there with me. And, and child of God, Joshua teaches us a valuable lesson that worship comes before warfare. Before I get to Jericho, before I get, uh, before I go, amen, to the place uh, that involves some friction, I need some worship. I need to abide in his presence. I need joy forevermore. Can I get a witness? I need to know that he's my shepherd. I need, I need to know that he's my weight maker, my storm breaker. I, I need to know he's my refuge. I need to know he's my strength. I need to know he's my present time in trouble. I, I, I just need to know that. He was born his way to Jericho. And God intentionally made Jericho illogical. Now, 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 let me stop pausing for It is said by historians that Jericho had a double and triple thick wall that was high. You couldn't bang it in, you couldn't get over it. You and I are going to face walls in 2019 that we can't penetrate. Are y'all with me? Could be your children, could be your marriage, could be your money, could be your mind, could be your health. Could be your health. I got a call from one of my doctors. He said, uh, <laughs> uh, he didn't say it. His sister said, we haven't seen you in a while. I said, yeah, I've been out of town. <laughs> well, we're going to cut your medicine off to you make an appointment. I said, is that the Hippocratic oath? <laughs> what kind of mess is this? I said, cut it off. It's a tragedy. See, them folk in Philly got it right. They don't have health care. They, they don't have jobs. They get sick. They go to the emergency room just fall out. <laughs> they just lay there to somebody pick them up. They know you're going to pick them up. Lord, have mercy. Now, I don't want nobody from St. Matthews doing that, please. I don't, I don't need no calls that you... No, go on, fall out. Anyway. So, 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 so they get to Jericho, and God says, illogically, illogically for a reason. I don't want to make this too easy. I need you to depend on me. 2019, I need you to depend on me. I don't need you taking your degrees and trying to figure things out. I don't need you going in the corner, amen, uh, hoping for a dream to tell you what to do. I need you to depend on me. God said, here's what I want you to do. I want everybody quietly to march around the city every day one time. He didn't say we shall overcome. Just keep quiet. 
They marched around the city seven times, seven days. On the last day, march around the seven times, take the ram's horn, which is a horn of war, blow it, and watch the walls collapse. And when they did that, the walls collapsed. They were learning how to take God at his word. Not by power, not by might, but by my spirit. Say, say if the Lord, boy, if I had all St. Matthews here, about 10, 11,000 of us, uh, I want everybody to follow me. Let's walk, march around this church and keep quiet. The minute I hit the parking lot, I'm like, who is he? What the heck we got to keep quiet for? Here we go. <laughs> See, the reason I'm laughing, because I come from you. In the name of Jesus. Uh, I was telling him this morning, I said, uh, when I was in the world, I, I, I don't, somewhere in the 70s, I got out of military 74, 75, 76. I decided on New Year's Eve to go to New York. We went to the five boroughs, me and some company. Went to the five boroughs, partying from borough to borough, all night. And in the morning when the sun came up, I said, I got to go to church. <laughs> and we went to this church in Brooklyn. They had an L over it. It was in Brooklyn. I, I just remember the L. It's a true story. I'm sitting back at the church. And the pastor was so kind. He said, oh, we have visitors this morning. He said, how are you? What's your name? And I stood up to him. And he said, would you like this? I said, no, sir. Thank you. And uh, I thought that was so kind and considerate of him. So I'm extending the invitation. If you're here with somebody you shouldn't be here with, you, you, you too may stand <laughs> and greet the church. Ooh, boy. Lord brought me from mighty, long way. So here's God with these encounters. You know what the purpose of encounters are? To solidify your confidence. He takes us through stuff that are undesirable to us, but they're making us stronger on the inside. That oyster who's at the bottom of the ocean and opens his shell momentarily to get food and a grain of sand gets in and works his way down to his innermost part and is an irritation and the oyster, in moving the irritation, makes a pearl. Yeah. See, you and I need irritations to make a pearl. And the pearl is not for the oyster. The pearl is for the one that finds the oyster. Yeah. Somebody going to find you yeah. in their dilemma. Yeah. And you can give them a pearl. Yeah. And your pearl came from your problems. Yeah. Right. I'm preaching up in this place. Your, your pearl came from things that brought pain to you. Our pain is not ours. 
The pain is not yours. The pain was allowed to benefit and profit somebody else. Y'all ain't getting this picture. Can I get a witness? A uh, child of God, uh, he had his encounters. 2019, expect new encounters. Secondly, new beginnings challenge us with new encouragements. Now, now, now I'm, I'm going back because I'm trying to synopsize this, but the first thing was conflicts. I need a new faith for the walls that's coming in my life. I need a new faith for the walls in my life. Walled cities. I need a new faith. Lord, I used to get to a wall and start complaining. Lord, I used to get to a wall and start crying. Lord, I used to get to a wall and had these in, inward conflictions. Teach me to get to the wall and praise your name. Teach me to praise you in the problems, not for the problems, in the problems, in everything. Give thanks. If you came here on Thanksgiving Day, you would hear that. Praise the name of Jesus. Had, had members say, Thanksgiving service, we was here for 30 minutes. Pastor, why we can't do this every week? Because all we do is sing and you preach. I said, there ain't no offering here, baby. <laughs> oh. Check it out. New faith for the walls. New focus for the giants. Nephilim, nine-foot giants. Watusis are in the land. In the land. In the land. I, me I remember growing up South Philly, sometimes there'd be a ruckus. And it used to be, I was in high school, like my, my brother was in the bathroom fighting this guy from 13th Street. And, and uh, you know, guys would walk in if they liked him. They said, nah, man, I got your back. So I'd take the shirt off. But there were some guys, they were so big, you walk in and say, I ain't, I ain't jumping in that, man. I ain't trying to fight him, Doc. <laughs> and I didn't like fighting as a boy or a teenager because my fights never stopped. Other people fight, somebody come break them up. My fight was like everybody just sitting there looking. I don't like fighting, man. I'm getting my head beat up, beat out. And one time I was fighting in the street and ran. I ran and opened my screen door. My mother threw me back out. She said, don't come running up in here. You better learn how to fight. You, you. I know, I understood. You live in the hood. You, you, you understand. Amen. You understand. And, 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 and so, child of God, that uh, there's a new focus. Hang in there. There are going to be some giants in 2019 that we got to face. Going to be giants. Gonna be giants. Gonna be giants. I had four or five ladies in 32 years say, Pastor, you, you have a special gift for healing. And I said, I don't have no gift for healing, baby. I pray in the name of Jesus. I say, well, I, 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 I had a second or third stage of cancer, and you prayed, it was gone. I said, well, my healing ministry is 
50 live, 50% live, 50% die. This is just, all I do is pray and leave it in the hands of the Lord. That child of God, you, you got to understand, there are going to be some giants facing us. Mm, not walls, giants. Insurmountable giants. Things you don't want to fight. Things you don't want to face. Mm. But there's a new formula. And the new formula is don't become too complacent. The history of Joshua is this. They went into Jericho, the most fortified city, and defeated it. The next city on their agenda was Ai. When they went into Ai, a smaller city, they got defeated. So Joshua went to the Lord and said, Lord, I don't understand this. What's going on? And God told Joshua, you got sin in the camp. Mm. What do you mean by sin in the camp? Well, there's a family named Achan. He decided to secretly keep my booty. I better tell you what booty is. Booty is the gold, the silver, the precious stones, the food, you know. God said that belongs to me. When you take what belongs to God, God's coming after you. This thing is tight. So don't touch the booty. Booty. This is getting good. Booty. <laughs> and so Joshua asked God, what do you want me to do with this family? He said, burn them all. I need to make an example. Just like Ananias and Sapphira. Remember Acts 5, Ananias and Sapphira? They lied to the Holy Spirit. They said they was giving something they didn't give. And the church here was just an up, upstart. Isn't in, in that right? And, and God killed Ananias. And then when Sapphira came in, God said, the same man that took your husband out, taking you out. And they were saved. Ananias and Sapphira was saved. God will kill Sayfield. Can I get a witness? Oh, you're getting quiet up in here. But he said, the same one, child of God, Joshua said, there are going to be new encouragements, a new faith, a new focus, a new formula for dealing with things. Mm. I have made a lot of mistakes in allowing my old man to come back instead of the new man to come out. Are y'all are y'all listening to Pastor? And you made the same mistakes. That's, that's all right. We won't talk about that. We'll be here all day trying to get it out of you. But the fact of the matter is, we We're going to be put to a test of how we let God be God. 
Can I get a witness? Now, now I'm embarrassed to say this, but I'm going to say it because I want you to grow. Uh, years ago, probably about five, six years ago, me, my wife, and my youngest daughter, Rachel, was in Center City. And uh, it was summertime, 90-degree weather. We were going up Chestnut, Broad and Chestnut, going up Chestnut Street. It was packed. And uh, we got to 15th and Chestnut, and I'm walking behind them. And I'm just, you know, window gazing, trying to relax. And uh, these two hoods, probably from North Philly. Because <laughs> South Philly don't dress like that. They try from North Philly. But anyway, one, one, of them, one of them looked at my daughter and said, something small, hey, baby. And I walked up and I said, what's your problem, man? I said, uh, I said, what's wrong with you? I said, you got a problem? So the other one said, what you say, old man? I said, old man. So we're getting ready to throw down. Nah. And I'm sitting there saying, I'm a pastor. I can't do this. So Sister Gordon said, do you know when I'm going to pull out a gun and kill us all? I said, yeah, that's true. I said, not if I pull mine out first. So I said, well, I, I didn't really have a gun. But he didn't know it because I did like this. And I said, I'm out in the streets cutting up, acting a fool. Uh, so I said, Lord, what should I have done? And the Lord said, just be quiet and walk away. And I told my wife, she was absolutely right. But that old man came back on me to protect my family. Do, do y'all hear what I'm saying? And I said, Lord, please forgive me. I have embarrassed your name. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I felt bad, but I learned a valuable lesson. That if you're going to act like that, don't have your wife with you. <laughs> you, you <know>, just... <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm sorry. That wasn't a lesson. This was, the lesson was be still and know that I'm God. <laughs> And, and uh, so, 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 child of God, baby, I apologize. I, I apologize. Uh, uh, there was a record out in the 60s, Jealous Common Fellow. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, moving right along. Um, new beginnings not only challenge our encounters and challenge, Lord have mercy. Amen our encouragements, but they challenge our enlightenments. God gives us a freedom from defeat. Now, I'm closing. Let me tell you why I'm praising God so much. I'm no longer a slave to sin. I, I know y'all can be cute and give people the impression you ain't never did nothing. You're lying. The truth ain't with you. But I'm no longer a slave. I don't have to do anything. Satan does not have control over me any longer. Do I have a witness? When he comes with a temptation, I can rebuke it. I can resist it. Do I have a witness? I'm no longer a slave to sin. I, I'm glad, like Joshua, that I'm not defeated within me. Thank you, Jesus. I'm, I, I'm, I'm free, not only from defeat, 
I'm free from old diets. Let me stop pausing part. That, that is, the Bible says Israel said, we miss the leeks, the onions, and the melons of Egypt. There's some things from the world you and I will miss from time to time. We may miss partying in an ungodly environment. We may miss drinking, social. We may miss certain things. But God, Lord have mercy, keeps us from the old diets. Israel ate manna, sweet pancakes, until they got in the promised land, and then the manna was cut off. God said, no more manna. Now you're where I want you to be. And when God gets you to where he wants you to be, you're not on the old diets any longer. Thank you, Jesus. You're not on those old diets. I know every superstition there is to know. Ain't no, ain't no woman coming across my door the first of the year. I want a man coming in my house the first of the year. How many of y'all heard that? Yeah. Let me cook me a pot of black eyed peas. Bring in the new year. And them stinking chitlins. Do I have a witness? Salam alaikum to you too. Let me spit on the broom. It may have touched me. All this mess that we've learned to believe in. When all you got to do is believe Jesus. Can I get a witness? It's easier to believe Jesus than it is to believe all this mess. Help me, Holy Ghost. He gives us freedom from defeat, freedom from diets, freedom from deprivations. A freedom to depend on him. Let me tell you what I'm closing in on now. That whatever comes into my life, the Lord is in control. I depend on him. And Raymond Gordon, when you start slipping up in your mind as to what you should do with new encounters and, Lord have mercy, new encouragements and, and new uh, uh, enlightenments so you don't get into new entanglements. What I need you to do is look to the hills from whence cometh my help. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Can I get a witness? The Lord is my rock and my salvation. The Lord is my yeah, refuge. That means hiding place. He's my present help in the time of trouble. Uh, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be cast back into the midst of the sea, though the waters roar thereof, there is a stream that shall make glad the city of God. And we know that all things are working together for the good of them that love the Lord and them that are called according to his purpose. No weapon that's even formed against me shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I've been young. Now and I'm old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor seed begging bread. 
Can I get a witness? Uh, you got to pull up the promises. Can I get a witness? You got to keep pulling the promises up. And the promises are over the problems. My problem is answered by the promises. I'll never leave you. I love that woman with the issue of blood, 38 years. See, y'all don't understand something about scripture. She had a problem 38 years. The same time that Judaism was in trouble. 38 years. So only Jesus could relieve her. Only Jesus could satisfy Judaism with the presence of himself. I wish I had a witness up in here. Can I get a witness? The law is for us keeping its principles, but not keeping its practice. We don't practice the law because the law was fulfilled in Christ. Everything in the law was at Calvary's cross. Can I get a witness? He died for my sins. I don't need a lamb without blemish on Yom Kippur. I, I, I don't need to go back to Leviticus with the five offerings. Uh, can I get? A, I don't need a bullock meal peace offering. My peace is in Jesus. I don't need to approach a high priest and go into a cave and tell him everything that I've done. He's my great high priest. Jesus eh, earned the right to be my priest. Can I get a witness? I don't, uh, I don't need to believe in luck. My life is already uh, 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 figured out. He order my steps. He puts me in a safe place. Can I get a witness? He will not let Satan have me. He will not let Satan possess me. I'm unpossessable because of Jesus and his shed blood. Can I get my witness? He's a doctor in a sick room. He's a lawyer in a courtroom. He's a bridge over troubled waters. Can I get a witness? He's everything I need. The Lord is my light. When I'm in darkness, he is my shepherd. When I'm straying from the flock, he is my way maker. He's my storm breaker. Jesus is the reason for the season. Can I get a witness? He's Alpha and Omega. He's the beginning and the ending. He's El Elyon. He's El Shaddai. He's El Roy. Say yeah. All I need is Jesus. And that woman with the issue of blood never spoke to anybody, but she communed within herself. And sometimes you got to preach to yourself. Stop waiting for the pastor to preach to you. Stop waiting for the associates to preach to you. You got to preach to yourself. She said to herself, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made whole. That sounds like faith. Can I get a witness? And when she touched him, the Bible says the blood started drying up. Only she knew that. So Jesus said, who touched me? Peter and them said, Lord, that's a crazy question. There's hundreds of people bumping into you. He said, no, 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 no. Who touched me? Whoever touched me, 
touch me with faith because virtue went out of me. Healing went out of me. Help went out of me. Wholesomeness went out of me. You got to touch him with faith. You got to believe that he is who he said he was. You got to believe he's able. Is he able? Jesus is able to do far exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think to the only wise God. Our Savior is going to be new encounters, new encouragements, new enlightenments in the new year. Look to the hills and transfer your troubles to Jesus. Here, Lord, this belongs to you. My marriage belongs to you. My ministry belongs to you. My mind belongs to you. My health and strength belongs to you. Say what the woman said, if I can just touch the hem of his garment, I'll be made. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, your eyes closed. If you're here and you need to be saved, I couldn't think of a better time to give your life to Jesus Christ. He died for your sins, was buried in rules again. You got to believe and receive. Is there one you want to give your life to Christ? We had five or six this morning. Raise your hand. Is there one? Or perhaps you want to join the church in your Christian experience. Is there one? Is there one? We love you. Tomorrow night, 10 o'clock, 10 to 12 is our watch night service. Come a little early. I have a powerful program. St. Matthew's, you're a great church. Pastor loves you. I'm proud of you. I speak of you everywhere I go. Everywhere. Kitchen, bathroom. Living room. Let's close differently this morning. It's 11.35. As we break for fellowship, let's close the year on a hug. Let's hug. Let's, let's just greet one another and tell somebody something about Jesus. Let's fellowship. You are dismissed. We love you. Love you, man. Love you, man. Love you.
To get using this method, search for the SMBC app in your iOS or Google Play Store and download. Then launch the app and click on the Give button. Or feel free to give through our website. Go to www.stmatthewsfbc.org, click Donation, and fill out the St. Matthew's Secure Contribution and Payment Form. Savior 